Welcome to Black Men's Mental Health Podcast. Definitely gotta take into account your mental being. People out there is not gonna understand you unless you let them know. You gotta tune into your own mind and put it at rest. Only person is gonna help you is yourself. Society doesn't want you to blame anything else but the negative. Hey, what's going on? It's your man Cassie for another Black Men's Mental Health Podcast. Hey, everybody. Hi. How you doing? I am back. Um, I know it's been a while since I have done this podcast, so I'm going to apologize. But a lot's been going on in my life, guys. So let me let me give you four. one. I want to say this is like my over 100 episode uh, podcast. And I am really, really happy that I'm doing this podcast. You know, let, let's let's let, let's do a let's do a little 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 cheer for it. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yes, 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 yes. I got a little sound effects today because I'm in the studio. So, first, I want to say thank you to everybody that's been supporting me. Like, I get your emails, I get your comments. Don't think I forgot. But let me tell you what's going on with me a little. All right? so this is 100 podcasts, you know what I mean? Actually, it's over 100 podcasts, but, you know, at the end of the day, it is what it is. Um, I've been fortunate, man. You know, my business, the Culture Lifestyle, culturelifestyleproducts.com, I sold out. Thank you, everybody that's been supporting it. Thank you, everybody that's buying the products. That I, And now we're starting to get return customers. So thank you for those people that are returning to buy products. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, so that's been going on. You know, I've been spending a lot of time with my family. You know, really, I mean, besides selling and everything else, I've been spending a lot of time with my family. You know, you know, the kids go back to school in shoot next week, like two weeks now, they go back to school. So um, uh, you know, I I'm just, you know, grateful that I, I spent the summer with my kids and my wife and everything was great. Um you know, I've been doing a growing the radio station. I don't know if you follow the cultureradio.com, but we have a lot of new shows that are just onboarded with us. So I'm happy about that. So, you know, new shows, you know, also new opportunities, new businesses I'm doing, things like that. You know, so I, I've just been really busy and I haven't had the time to really do the podcast like I want to. So I apologize. I, and I, I try to do it authentically where I'm doing it at least the day of like that morning or whatnot. Um, but I just haven't had the, t- the time in, in, uh, to do that. So I, I do apologize. I, I truly do apologize about that. But I'm back and um, I'm not going to promise that I'm doing it regularly like I used to um, because there's some things in my life that's happening, some scheduling coming up, some projects, some things are happening. But I am going to at least try to do this once a week for you. So um, I, I know you like the everyday. I know you like the uh the the you know the inspiration. I know you like the reality check. I know you like the definition. I know you like those things. But like I said, unfortunately, it's been very difficult for me to do that. Also, I want to thank everybody who's been buying the books. You're still buying the books. Thanks a lot for still buying the books. Black Men's Mental Health Bible. Like, you know, I'd be shocked when I'd be hanging out and I see a, a thing, like somebody bought your book. I'm like, wow, and that happens a few times a week. Thank you. You know, I'm not even promoting it no more, but I am going to get back to promoting it. And I appreciate you. I appreciate you for doing that. So I thank you. I, I appreciate you so much. So let's talk. This is about 100 episodes. If you've been rocking with me for over 
a year and a half right now with this podcast, you're see you're seeing where I've come from. You're seeing you heard me at my darkest point. You heard me when I was I felt like I didn't have nobody, had nothing. You heard you know the testimonies from people, my wife. You heard everything I went through. You went with this journey with me, and I could truly say that, like you know, down the road years from now. I could I documented my journey from a dark place to where I am now, and I could really uh, listen to that journey, that growth, and that's because of y'all. Y'all gave me so much love and inspiration. You know, at a time when I thought I was doing this podcast and nobody was even listening to me, but y'all were, and and I didn't even know it, but y'all were listening, reaching out. I didn't even know for a while until the list came out. And then I checked the email and you know the story, you know what I'm saying? And and I appreciate that so much because I was lost, people. I was so lost, you know? And I'm not saying I'm 100%. I would say I'm 95% back. 5% I leave because there's always room for growth. I don't want to get at a point where I feel like I'm 100% and then I relapse because of various reasons. So I would say I'm 95% where I have me and my wife are good. Me and the kids are good. Business is good. Yo, I, but I thank y'all because at the end of the day, it was y'all that listened to me. It was y'all that allowed me to vent. It was y'all that gave me all of the inspiration to keep going. It was y'all that showed me that this podcast matters. And that at the end of the day, my pain and what I went through was helping others. And while I was helping y'all, y'all were helping me. So I want to thank y'all. Thank y'all. Thank y'all so much for that. Cheers to you. Cheers to you. So let's talk about some 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 stuff. So what's been going on um, lately? Um, Roe versus Wade is still raging. Um, you know. I've been doing a lot of soul searching lately, you know, and um, I've listened to some past past podcasts and, you know, there's some things I said that may have been taken out of context. So I, I want to, this is not going to be about Roe versus Wade. So I don't want you to think this is what this podcast, I'm not doing part three. I did two already. That's fine. But I just want to reiterate some things. Okay. I believe that it is a right for any woman to have a choice to do with what she wants to do with her body. All right. I want to put that out there. All right. And also there's some other things too. Some other uh, podcasts I did that were people that were controversy or people thought that. I, uh, and so I, I'm going to address it in this one. It's a hundred. So I'm going to address all these things. Cause these are answers. These are questions people have hit me with. So, you know what, this is what we're going to do for 100. I'm just going to be answering all those questions and making my opinion and my uh, point of view on these things very clear <clears throat> so it's 100 so it's clarity we're called this the podcast of clarity okay so what roe versus way i believe that every woman should have a right to access abortion i believe that it's her choice to do what she want with her body right i may not believe in abortion as far as a woman should do it or have a birth control whatever but it is not my right to tell a woman not to do it. Okay. Um, we have to get into the idea again that it's okay to not agree with something, but say, all right, but that's your right to do what you want to do what you want. 
You know, um, even if you feel it is a killing of babies, nobody on this earth is God to judge. When you go up to heaven and you sit in front of Jesus Christ, that is that that's your discussion. It's not right for me to do to tell to tell you you're wrong. There's so many things that you could look in the Bible that people do every day, tattoos, smoking cigarettes, violating your body, all this other stuff. So so uh, if we are society is getting on every little thing with the Bible, stopping them, there's a whole lot of other things we have to do. So if we're not going to address one thing, then we don't address another. So at the end of the day, I believe that it is a woman's right. Now, I have said and will continue to say that the argument that women have used for abortion is bogus. The argument of incest and rape and things like that is 1% of all abortions. The idea that most pregnancies happen on birth control is a lie because at the end of the day, the woman may have been on birth control, but she either missed the period, she either mistaken the pill, the condom wasn't used right. It's always some human error that happens. You know what I'm saying? Now, are there cases that women have been taking her birth control straight and has gotten pregnant? Yes. Has there been incidences of a condom that had a hole and they didn't know? Yes. Has there been incidents of the IUD failing? Yes. But at the end, so I, I, I'm not, so abortion is for those situations. That's what I, see, I believe in abortion. I believe that should be a right of every woman. But I believe that it shouldn't be uh, it should happen when a woman just says, oh, I can't have a kid. You know, because there's no reason there's, you know, oh, there was a mistake or, you know, there's too many things a woman could do to prevent that. Most women that say it's not a shock that they're pregnant. When people are shocked, and what I mean the shock is like, if you're having unprotected sex with a guy, he comes in you or he has the pull-out method or whatever, at the end of the day, there's always still a risk of pregnancy. So, you should either say to yourself, all right, well, check the sex. You know, he did pull out, but let me get the morning after pill. Right? You know, I mean, there are options, a lot of options before you get to that point. Now, I'm not talking about the accidents. I'm not talking about that. I believe abortion should be available. But unfortunately, the argument that they have been using is that what about rape? incest and all this stuff. And I believe abortion should be there for that. Like the 10-year-old girl that got raped by the, the the guy. Yes, definitely. She's too young to be having a baby. Her body will probably, I mean, at the end of the day, I don't think it, it would die. She would die. I mean, it, she could have the baby. But still, that's still trauma to a young body. I get it. You know, so it's not an issue. I just don't, but the majority of abortions are women that have unprotected sex or do risky things and then say, I just can't have a baby. Now, to me, even though it's still your right, so I'm not taking that away from you, but to me, that that's the that's most abortions. And I to me, that's wrong. But like I said, it is your right to do it. So we could agree to we could agree to disagree on that the on the reasoning, but I still think it's your right as a woman to make that choice. Even if you want to be irresponsible, have sex with 40 guys unprotected, and then you say, you know what? I don't want this baby. That is your right. I don't agree with it. And I just don't agree with the argument they're saying. I think they should argue it is a woman's right. It's her body to choose what she wants. Fine. But when you start making excuses that isn't really true on a small statistics, oh, well, birth control fails. Oh, rape and incest. Oh, 
all that stuff, it's a small percentage of all the abortions. Most women have abortions because they knew they got pregnant and they just didn't want to have a baby. They were being risky and they thought, okay, I'm not going to get pregnant. Oh, I haven't got pregnant before. And they got caught. That's the majority of pregnancies. You know, all that statistics, when you read the statistics, like I said, when you read the statistics of women that have gotten pregnant on birth control, it's because there was a failure on the human part. She didn't take her pill. The condom broke. And then even after that happens, you can still go get the morning after bill, plan B. You can still do that. So to me, there's too many steps before you get to abortion. No matter what, abortion is still traumatic to the body. I heard somebody say to me, oh, it's not. It is. Anything that's being done to your body that's unnatural is not good for your body. Shit, us eating too much salt or sugar that we do is unnatural. We shouldn't be doing it. So I'm not trying to say, oh, you're unnatural. No, we, I do whatever. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, so at the end of the day, like I said, I want to relay, I do not feel that women shouldn't have the right. I feel they should have the right. I just don't like the argument. And I feel that most women that have abortions don't have it because of incest or rape or failed birth control. They're doing it as a form of birth control because they were risky and they got caught and they're like, oh, I don't want a baby. Cool. But like I said, it still should be your choice. I just don't agree with the argument they're using because it's enough, gives a false idea of why we're being abortion. Just be real. Like, yo, we should have it. It should be our choice. And that's it. And you're right. Okay. Another issue, transgenderism. Okay. Um, I did a show about that. Um, and I heard some comments that were said that I was transphobic. Now, let me get this clear. The definition of any phobia, phobic, is a fear. I in no way am fearful of transgenders. I myself have been on a podcast with a transgender where we read on a lot of, uh, of subjects. And I've tried to get that same transgender on this show. I've tried to get her on the show, the one I was on another show with. I tried to give her, like, almost weekly, I hit her up to say, hey, you want to come on my live, my Monday live? I, every week, I almost hit her up. Like, not every, but, like, most weeks, I hit her up. She doesn't have transportation, I believe, or whatnot, or, or transportation is hard to get here or as far. Whatever the situ, transportation issue is, she hasn't been able. But I've asked her several times to come here. Now, I, I'm not versed in tra transgender, so I don't know a lot of them. That's the only one that I've been in communicating case you with so I asked her because I want to have that discussion on the show I'm in no way transphobic okay um I I all I say about uh transgender is that I'm from a psychology background and in the DSVM or whatever the book for psychology disorders it's gender identity disorder where somebody feels they're in the wrong body now I always say is there a treatment for it what's the difference between somebody that really wants to change compared to somebody that maybe has that 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 uh, disorder. And I don't feel that there's enough research to try to understand we're out of society to say, sure, let's transition. If a girl's wearing, if a boy's wearing a skirt, let's transition him at the age of 10 and 11, which I think is horrible. Do I believe that a person should have the right to change who they want to be? Yes. Will I call somebody she when they're biologically a man? Will I? Yes. If you want to be called she, her, them, they, why, whatever you want to be called, I will respect you and call you that. 
you know, I, I saw this, I think, I don't know if I said it on another podcast before, but I saw this podcast where I saw this thing they had a few weeks ago where they had this law professor and she was in Congress and the guy was asking questions. And she said, oh, your line of question is, transpho- is, is transphobic. And he asked, why be asking questions is transphobic? Because it may lead to violence. And he's like, me asking questions is leading to violence? Yeah, because you're 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 uh you're acting like they don't exist. He was like, I'm not acting like they don't exist. Literally, they're having a discussion about transsexuals. So at the end of the day, they exist if you're talking about them. She said, Well, do you believe a man can have a baby? He's like, Well, I don't believe that. Well, then you say they don't exist. Um, I don't believe that a human flies but they get in planes. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Like, like, <laughs> like at the, at the end of the day, you know, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's getting to the point where like, you can't even ask the questions anymore because you're transphobic. Right. I respect anybody. I, I, you know, one thing with my research, and this is just statistically true that most men and women that are bisexual or gay or, have some type of sexual abuse in their, in their, um, in their uh, younger years. I saw this gentleman that transitioned when he was 34. His grandmother put him in a skirt and he liked the skirt, right? And um, of course, his father was old back in the day. So his father was really hard on him. Then he was sexually abused, right? And then that made him think, I want to be a girl. Then he trans later on after he had kids, well, he transitioned, but then he transitioned back because he said, I see how I was groomed by just a curiosity. And then my father beating me because he was trying to force me to, to be something I wasn't. Then the sexual abuse came because the gentleman thought, oh, he likes to wear a skirt. So I'm messing all that enforced that feeling, but it wasn't really him. It was what was being enforced. And I found that very interesting. And I look at a lot of these young people and say, okay, how many of these people truly feel that I'm trapped in another body or those that are being enforced by sexual trauma? That happened in their life. See, I'm not saying that there aren't people out there that legitimately say, I want to be a girl and go and do the change and start living life as a girl. I commend them on it. That's courage. That is, is courage to do that. But at the end of the day, how many people are we not diagnosing and helping? You know, we, you know, the 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 the, the problem, you can't solve the problem by drugs and and and, and mutilation and surgery. We have to be able to evaluate what the issue is. Now, if they have sexual abuse in their past, we have to examine that trauma that's making them feel that way. But they don't examine the trauma. They reinforce the the, the, the good. It's like, it's like saying, I, you know, I, it's, it's like painkillers. Like you, Venom's with Tawar, they get on painkillers. They give them painkillers to get over the pain. And they get addicted to it. And it escalates from there. Instead of saying, okay, what can we do to fix the problem without medication or 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 fix the problem without, you know, put, make you addicted to something? No, we just give you the medication, call it a day. But see, it doesn't solve the overall problem. See, so I, I feel, like I said, I feel 
from my research that because of the trauma this person has had, it reinforced these feelings. But see, the thing is they never addressed the trauma. How many of transsexuals that have that abuse or gay people in general have are in, 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 uh, in therapy to deal with their trauma? But we encourage the behavior that is caused by the trauma and we embrace that. Now, I'm not against big girls. At the end of the day, I like myself a big girl. Don't get me wrong. But at the end of the day, our society is telling big girls it's okay to be big, big, be proud. But at the end of the day, it's affecting their health. We don't want to address obesity in this, in this country. We don't want to address heart problems and cholesterol problems. We want to just say, be proud of who you are. Love who you are. When who you are is, is, tra is trauma. See, we don't want to fix things. See, mental health is a problem in America now that we don't address on all levels. We just say embrace the outcome of that trauma. Embrace being fat because you have a food addiction. Most of us have a food addiction, to be honest. But when you're overweight, they say love who, love who you are. Be proud of who you are. Unless you have a thyroid problem where you cannot control your weight, then there's no reason for you to be fat. And be unhealthy. Now, I'm not saying that they ain't, I, I don't know those big people who go to the gym, they be working out, but you know, they just big bone and they the meat, whatever, that's cool. But most of the people, most of the women are not in the gym working out. So we are a society that embraces what comes from the trauma. Now, this is not to say that there isn't a gay person out there that, that was never abused and just said, I'm gay. There's not saying that there's a transsexual that wanted to transition that never had abuse out of perfect break. I'm not saying that. There are always exceptions to the rules. There are always some uh, oddities. No, I'm not saying that, but there's always some things that happen that there's no reason for it. There's just who you are. And I respect that. I completely respect that. But as soon as you say to me, I was abused as a child, but I'm gay. I say to you, have you been to counseling about that trauma? Because being gay is not the answer to that trauma because there's a connection. Because if, if most people that are gay or living that type of lifestyle have been abused sexually, then there's a correlation that we have to examine. You know, maybe, the, the, maybe that person still becomes gay or still becomes transgender, and that's fine. But we don't even at least try to address the, the traumas anymore. We don't address the responsibility we have to fix ourselves. Transgender, gay is, you know, uh, being gay, uh, you know, uh, Roe versus Wade, abortion. We don't, we don't address our responsibility anymore. We just say, do this and you're fine. Accept me for who I am. We're a society that doesn't, we don't address the mental health behind it. We don't address the issue, the real issue on why you came to that decision. Now, I'm okay with somebody coming, uh, if they're gay, I don't care. Like, uh, that doesn't matter to me. But I feel sad because they have, they, most people haven't even expressed or explored their drama, their trauma, to see if, did I come to the decision because this is who I am? Or did I come to this decision because of my trauma? You know, do I believe in the, the camps that are going to turn people straight? I don't believe in that. I don't believe in those camps. Those, those camps are creepy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
I believe in camps that should address the trauma if a person has it. Like, let's address your trauma. Let's get you to a place where you deal with your trauma and the decision you're making for you is not because of that trauma, it's because that's who you really are. Because I want people to be who they really are. I want you to be the gayest person in the world. I want you to be the most trans person in the world. It doesn't matter. As long as you making that, you come to that decision on your own, not because of trauma somebody else did to you. To me, that makes you a better person. Because they talk about the numbers of people that want to be gay or have transition, whatever, but they don't talk about the number of people that have reverted back. They don't talk about that number because it's not good for, it's not good for, there's a lot of people that were gay and they say, that's not my lifestyle no more. I know it's because of trauma I've been through or the things I've been through in my life. So, so at the end of the day, I am no way saying that being gay is bad. I'm not saying that there are people out there that aren't gay and that's who they true. I'm not, or transgender, or transgender. I'm not saying that every week tonight, I'm on a show with a gay man. I'm the heterosexual uh, uh, voice, right? And like I said, I respect him for what he do. I respect his lifestyle. I don't agree with it personally, but that's not, I'm not there to tell him what to do with his life. He's on my radio show talking about gay issues. And I'm okay with that because they have issues too, just like we all have issues, you know what I'm saying? And it's a voice that needs to be heard. And we have open dialogue about situations, which is great. We should. Because I respect you. I respect what you do. I respect how you feel. My opinion is if you have trauma, Explore the trauma. Heal from it. Then if you still come to that decision, I'm gay or I'm transsexual, uh, hey, do your thing. Because you're brave to move forward in your truth. But isn't it better to move forward in your truth with knowledge of understanding that your truth is your true truth and not because of trauma, not the effects of trauma? That's all I say. That's all I say. So I don't want nobody to say Cass is transgender. My godmother is a lesbian, hardcore lesbian, ever since I could remember. Teresa, love her to death. Straight, 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 straight lesbian. Never had an issue. Love her to death. Had a best friend from high school that is gay now. And we already knew he was gay then. We still hung out with him. So I am not. Just because I don't agree with it is not for me. Don't mean I judge anybody. Like, no, not at all. Live your truth. I just want to explore the mental health part and to see that there was trauma. If there was trauma, heal from the trauma. Then if you live in your truth, live your truth. That's all I'm saying. All right. What other things, people? Oh, uh, Kevin Samuels. All right. Update. We found out he died of hypertension, pretty much high blood pressure. You know, um, I have no problem with Kevin Samuels. This was one of my popular podcasts that people were, you know, I still to this day get a few emails here there about him. At the end, I had no problem with him. I just had an issue with the source. Okay. Did he say, and I re, I've said this, did he say things that were true? Yes. Were they a little bit harsh in how he presented it? Yes. But there was a lot of things he said that were true. So, I agree with him on a lot of things. His presentation wasn't good. 
My only issue with Kevin Samuels, God rest his soul. You know, I don't speak badly on the dead. So I'm not speaking badly about him, but people have asked me questions, so I'm, I'm answering. I just said that he was a phenomenon because of how his presentation. But when it comes down to it, he was giving women advice, but there was a lot of suspect things on the net about him. A lot of people say he was gay. Now, he did die with a woman. So, hey, maybe he was bisexual. You know, but to me, you know, the people that should be getting attention, I know this shock jock thing, this shock jock thing where when people do crazy stuff, people pay attention. Nobody will pay attention to me because I'm saying things logically. It makes sense. If I was just saying some shit, some stuff like, oh, F chicks and you, then everybody listens. So, but at the end of the day, you know, people were taking advice from a guy that didn't have a college education, wasn't a, a counselor, and was saying things to people that was hurtful. That's all I said. Was it jealous of him? At all, what some people have said. Not jealous of, of, of him. Um, I didn't want him to die. One day I would have loved to sit down with him and have a discussion. And it was funny because before he passed, um, I got a call, an email, asking would I appear somewhere with him because they were trying to set it up. Because, you know, they have my podcast and then they, they, you know, my podcast that became popular. Her, they said, would you have a, do a discussion on the podcast, maybe a crossover type? I was like, sure. But then he passed away. I didn't say it to nobody because at the end of the day, I don't want to be clout chasing because people are, oh, see, now he dead, you saying that, but that's not true. No. So I didn't say it before. I really didn't. I, I, I said nothing about it. But now it's been a few months afterwards, whatever. But yeah, they were trying to set me and him up for a discussion. You know what I'm saying? I don't know the promoter. I don't, I don't know who, I don't know if it was his PRT. I don't know. So I didn't really pay attention to it. And literally it was a few days. I, I read the email. I was like, oh, I was like, in my head, I'm like, okay, Kevin Samuels. All right. I was like, yeah, I would love to do that. You know what I'm I didn't respond back because I was in the middle of something. I, I saw it on my phone. I was like, oh, okay, cool. I saw my, hey, baby, this like, oh, cool. I was like, yeah, that'd be cool. So, you know, set it up, whatever. So I was going to hit him back. Like, okay, cool, set it up and stuff like that. I think I think I was like out of town or something with my wife and I read it on my phone. And I said, when I get back, I'm going to, you know. But then when I got back, that day he passed away. It was everywhere he passed away. And I didn't say nothing. I said nothing because I'm not a clout chaser. Because he had clout chaser would be like, oh, right after he died, see, they wanted me and Sam Samuels to sit down and have a conversation, blah, blah, blah. See, that's a clout chaser. That's not me. I didn't mention it. I told, I said, rest in peace to that man. I mentioned nothing about it. But I'll say it now because, you know, it's a few months later and all that stuff. So, yeah, they were trying to set, you know, a promoter really liked my podcast and liked him. It was like, yo, we want to set up a debate where you talk. And I, I would have done it. Because I respected, I didn't agree, but I respected him, but I didn't agree with him. See, and that's what people understand. You're not hating because you don't agree with somebody. You know what I'm saying? I'm not hating on nobody. I don't agree with you. I don't agree with your points. I mean, I see your point, but I respect you. If we have a debate and a talk about it, that's fine. We go walk away happy. I shake your hand like, yo, good debate, man. You know, I don't see a lot of things. I, I, but, you know, it was a good debate. Great discussion. That's what men do. I don't clout chase. This podcast is never for clout chase. All the accolades I've gotten and being on the top 100, all that stuff, 
that was not because I was chasing it because it happened. I don't clout chase. I never do that. And it would be phenomenal to sit down with him and discuss it, discuss his point of views. Shoot, we may agree on a lot. We may walk the way with agreeance on most things. Who knows? But that's what men do. But I wasn't going to clout chase because at the end of the day, he, that man died. And, I'm, and, that's, and to me, I, I know I would, if, if I was your, a listener, I would say, oh, Cass is trying to couch chase. He's dying, but no, all of a sudden they wanted to him. You know, that, that, come on, that, you know. But I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't say nothing for months just because I'm not Klaus chasing. But this is 100 episode anniversary one. This is update on things, so I'll let you know. Because I, I've been in articles where I, my statement has been, I've stated about him. My podcast about him was, was popular, so I understand why they were trying to bring us together to sit down and have a discussion. I appreciate that. And I wish it would have happened because, you know, at the end of the day, regardless of, of what I agree with or not, that's another black man. And I'm always going to love my brothers regardless. And he's a brother. I may not agree with him. I may not agree with what, what he did or how he talked to women. But at the end of the day, he was a brother. And I respected him and I love him as a brother. And I'm sorry that he passed away. Because at the end of the day, I'm sure that over the years he would have grown. I feel his opinions would have been better, would have been validated more. So at the end of the day, I, you know, I'm, I'm sad that brother died. Gone too soon. All right. So what other? All right, Johnny Depp and 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 and, and you know, I, I really didn't get any any backlash about that. You know, everybody I think agreed with me, the whole world agreed. Um, but I did get somebody saying that they don't see the backlash and they don't see, they didn't see the connection I was trying to make between Johnny Depp and Roe versus Wade and all that stuff. So let me make this, this, this clear. Okay. And this one person that's hit me up with it. I wasn't saying that Roe versus Wade was because of Johnny Depp and Amber Roe, <laughs> Amber, uh, whatever her name is. Okay. I never said that. What I was saying was our society is getting tired of the falseless, the 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 the, uh, the the false claims, the lack of evidence, and just the shift of us accepting things that just don't make sense because people feel a certain way. Okay, um, I I I I the the case with Johnny Depp stood out because it was the first time since the Me Too that a man that was canceled actually earned his right back to not being canceled. That the evidence was so overwhelming that he's back. I just saw his DuJour commercial again airing. He's doing, he's with his, 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 his band traveling and touring. So at the end of the day, Johnny Depp is back. He's getting movie deals again. Great. great. So, and I said that it's a thing of society. There is a backlash. For example, the the woman, Liam Thomas, I believe the, the, the gentleman, the, the lady's name is, that was the transgender on the Penn State uh, swimming team, was nominated for a uh, woman of the year. And now they uh, uh, nominated him. Well, he didn't move up. Uh, the Olympic uh, organization, they, they, uh, they said transgender women cannot compete anymore. Other rules are coming down. Roe versus Wade. Me Too is not as strong anymore. 
There's a solid movement happening now for R. Kelly. His sister was just on TV. And then there's documentation that the girl's mother uh, trained her daughter to lie on R. Kelly and bank account. See, and like I said, I'm not defending R. Kelly. I'm not defending anybody. What I'm saying is that the country is starting to say, let me look into this shit a little bit more. They're starting to say, I'm tired of you of being railroaded where I need to believe everything because you say it. Of course, I want your rights. I want you to be able to have rights. But once your rights start pending on my rights, that's a problem. Once that I have to conform myself to make you happy, that's a problem. And that's how the country's feeling. That we have to conform to everybody for their rights, but screw our rights. See, that's the problem. Can we all be happy? Yeah. At the end, of the, yes, we can. If you want to transition, transition. That's on you. But don't expect for me as a father to be comfortable with somebody with a penis in the same restrooms with my daughter. When there's cases out there of men that have done that and raped and hurt women. Don't expect me to be like, it's okay to cancel somebody just because a woman says he did something without evidence. Don't expect me to be okay with a man, a biological man, physically hurting a woman in sports, breaking a skull in, in, in boxing, things like that. Because, you know, so, or, or taking a spot away. You can't expect me to tell to to tell my to to allow my kids to be taught in school that being gay is a great choice and they, and that's there and that's a good choice for them. Don't expect me uh, to say look at at our cartoons and, and see uh, lesbian couples when it's not needed. For example, uh, my my daughter is a big fan of zombies, right? So we were excited to see Zombies Part Three, right? Because you know the first two was great. Me and my daughter, we like Zombies Three. We talked about it. You know, COVID hit, so they had to delay it. They finally so so I'm watching Zombies, good show. Then I started to know that they start to throw in things that's like not necessary. Now, are gay couples a common thing in life? Yes, yes, of course. But, like, if it makes no sense to the story. So, apparently, the alien had a crush on the wolf girl. And they were insinuating that they like each other through the whole thing, like, towards the end of it. And it's like, what was the point of that? Thor. I was watching Thor with my kids, right? And all of a sudden, now the rock guy is gay. Two guys. What's the point? Like, these are the issues that we're having. I love Disney. I love Marvel. I love Star Wars. I love all that stuff. But they're throwing this, this gay agenda. Like, to me, it's not an agenda if it's a natural story. Like, like Neil Patrick Harris has a movie out uh, or coming out about him and seeing life. Whatever. I respect that. I would probably watch that movie, to be honest, because he's a good actor. And to be honest, that's what that movie's about. Cool. But if I'm watching a movie and it's a regular movie, all of a sudden you're throwing in a gay couple that makes no sense to the story. Like, they just threw it in there for no reason. Like, the rock people being gay. What was the point of that? There was no point. Absolutely no point. The, the, the alien liking the, 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 the gay. What, what was the point? There's no point. There was no point. You know what I'm saying? 
Even Stranger Things. Now Will is gay. No point. What was the point? There was no point. This is back in the 80s. Like, this is, that that wasn't, I mean, not saying gay people were in the 80s. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying, like, there's no point. And that's what I mean. If 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 the movie's about couples and all that, whatever. But it, these are kid movies. So at the end of the day, all these kids are seeing is their mommy and daddy. Now all of a sudden, I have to have a conversation with my daughter at the age of eight years old. Now my daughter didn't ask or anything, but at the end, of, you know what I'm saying? It's thrown out there. Now you're impeding my rights. Where I can't even like. There's no. There wasn't even a warning. There's not even a warning on Disney shows. You know what I'm saying? Not even a warning. It's like I'm watching it and I'm thinking, oh, this is great aliens and all that. Well, gay couple. Why, why is she smiling at the girl so much? Why is she holding her hand? Why? Oh, come on now. You trying to insinuate that? Come on. See, that's how they throw it in. See, and that's the problem America's having right now. It's, it's forced upon. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's something that's thrown in there and it doesn't make sense to it. Like, it doesn't make sense. Like, I saw Orville, right? There's a show that uh, by uh, Steph uh, McFergan, the guy that does Family Guy and stuff like that. And in the show, they have tackled gay issues through the aliens. Like there's a species, there's one species that's all male. And they had a problem with women being born and the ignorance and stuff like that. That was a great show because the content of the show made sense. Then even the late show, they had a, a, they had a planet that was all female dominated and things like that. So, and then they had the little girl that wanted to transition back and stuff like that. It made sense to the show. It was great writing. I didn't feel like I was being forced upon the transgender issue or the gay issue. It was well written out for the story. It made sense. And I enjoyed it. You know? Um, I enjoy the storyline because, you know, it, it's a storyline about ignorance and things like that, which is great. Don't get me, it's great. And they and they did it with the alien. And it was, it was good. Great writing. Great freak. I love that show. Love it. Great writing. It made sense to the show. Right. But Disney, I'm watching it with Thor. Yeah, me and my uh me and my uh my my guy, you know, me my dad, my two dads went to the volcano and and Bert like what? Two dad what what? Like that's out of nowhere. Like, you know, all the you know, so that's the problem we have. To see, and, and it's like nobody could understand that. It's not about representation, it's about Make a storyline that makes sense for it. Like, Orville made sense for it. Made sense. I'm with it. But the other stuff doesn't make sense. Now you're just trying to throw in and say we're woke. I hate these shows that throw in gay scenes just to say we're woke. P-Valley makes sense because at the end of the day, that's another show. It's about the strip club, about the sexual, the gay guy. Hey, it's in the storyline. Makes sense. But Empire didn't make no sense. Like, okay, we knew he was gay, but then boom, a whole sex scene. For what? We had to sit here for eight minutes watching sex between two guys? For what? Okay, we already know what they're going to do. Well, you have to demonstrate it? Like, I don't even like that with straight people. So this is not homophobic. It's just like an agenda. See, that's why people say an agenda. And that's what society is tired of, an agenda. So that's why there's a backlash happening. See, so it's not me being ignorant. This is not me saying uh, they shouldn't have gay characters. No, not at all. Nobody's saying that. 
I'm black. I grew up um, knowing that the black person in the movie is going to get killed first. I grew up uh, watching those teen shows where there's only one token black person. Like the only show that I was proud of the token was, was Saved by the Bell because uh, the token black person was rich and bougie. She had more money than all of them. And she never had a problem with money and all that. And she was always a main character. And that was great. That was a that was out of stereotype of like, oh, every black person is gonna be the poor one. Now, you know what I'm saying? She was actually the one with the money. She was the one that was bougie. She was the one that never had no issues with no money, nothing. She was the bougie, the complete contrast of what you expect from African American in into. And I love that. I love the Lisa the Lisa Turtle character because she was not stereotype of any other type of black person on TV. She was rich. Even different strokes, they were with a rich dad, but they acted like they were poor. You treat them like they were poor, to be honest. But Lisa Turtle had money, and she never had no problem money-wise. She was part of the crew, and she never had an issue. There was no, no, never. See? So I understand representation. So don't get me wrong. But black people weren't. Thrown into, I mean, I, I understand, you know, just talking black and white people said too, well, I was going to be a black person. <laughs> and so, so now we're saying it is a problem. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, so I want it to be clear. I'm in no way bad at anybody. I don't hate nobody. I don't want anybody. I just say when it comes to that is an agenda and there's a backlash for that agenda because people are just tired of it getting thrown. Should there be representation of those lifestyles in shows and stuff? I believe so. Yes, I do. But it has to make sense to the show. It just shouldn't be thrown in there to throw in there. And that's for heterosexual stuff. Like there shouldn't be relationships thrown in the shows that there is no reason for it either. So I'm not being biased on one. I'm saying all the time, you shouldn't throw something in there that makes no sense to the story. If it makes sense to the story, cool. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, I'm going to end it right here because I got a show coming in. I want to appreciate everybody, man. Everybody, man. And I hope I explained myself enough. This is the clarity show. Just clear. I don't hate nobody. I love everybody, man. Trust me. I love everybody. And I'm willing to have anybody on this show to have a discussion and respect their views and respect their lifestyle. If I don't believe in it, that's fine. But you know, at the end of the day, I love you because you are a person. Fuck gender. I'm sorry. Sorry, my language. Forget gender. Forget sexuality. Forget religion. Forget all that stuff. At the end of the day, you are a person that deserves respect. And that's what I'm, I do. I respect. I may not agree. You may not agree with my reasons of why I don't agree, but I respect everybody. And I love everybody as a person. You know what I'm saying? Just like some people may not like my life choices and my decisions in life. And that's fine. But just respect it. So I respect everybody as well. So don't come on no comments that I'm homophobic or I'm dysphobic or all that because I'm not. This is clarity right here. I love everybody. I respect everybody. I may not agree with what you do in your life. I got cousins. I got brothers. I got all that stuff. I got people, friends I may not agree with and things like that. I don't see eye to eye things they may do. But at the end of the day, I still love them because you're a person. You know? And we need to have that again. We need to have that in life where we respect people because they're people, because we love them. A person is a person. We shouldn't be here 
arguing and fighting somebody and, de- and, 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 and belittling somebody. If you don't like what they do, you have a discussion, have a discussion. But don't belittle them. Don't put them down. Don't make them feel lesser than. I just don't agree with what you do. I don't agree with how you move. I don't agree with certain things you do. But I still respect you and love you as a person. And that's what we need in our society today. So I want to make it very clear that I hate nobody. I love everybody. You are a person. Before your sexuality, before your religion, before your ideas, before your political background, what, uh, you are a person and I love you and respect you just because you are a person. We could disagree on, on, on things. You could disagree with me. I could disagree with you. But as a person, I love you and respect you. All right, people, I appreciate this, man. Thank you for this Clarity 100 episode Clarity podcast. You could check me out on blackmensmentalup.com or casanovawilliams.com. Uh, still, you go on Casanova, my book's up there, my product's up there. So definitely keep supporting. I appreciate you. I love you. No matter who you are, no matter what you're going through, no matter if you hate me, no matter if you like me, no matter if you're like, eh, about whatever, just know that I respect you and love you for who you are. I mean, I agree with it, but I still respect you and love you for that, all right? Until next time.